0: Almost double double tonight. Quite an impressive performance. Hassan had nine points, twelve rebounds tonight. And the Jazz, as they have been with Hassan on the floor, have been very good. Hassan, raise your left hand if you can hear me. Okay. Here Thank you very much, sir. Uh, that was a fun one to call and a fun one to be a part of. What was it like to play in it?
1: Man, it was a great game. You know, um, they went on a little stretch at the end. You know, um, but it was it was a great game. You know, they got a they got a good team. You know, they, they improved a lot. So, um, them guys is hungry. They got a great draft pick in them guys. They got a great young core. You're being asked to do something difficult, which is to play in short
0: four or five-minute stints. Yeah. How are you learning that, and how's that been?
1: I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I feel like each game I'm getting better. You know, um... Uh, just, just, just trying to affect the game in a positive way. I think this was my first time going negative on my plus minus. You know, they, <laughs> Look they, <at> you. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> you know, coach, coach, coach. Let me know, man. How much, uh, how much I'm helping the team out there? You know, and um, that's all I try to do, man. I just try to co- uh, contribute in a positive way. I mean, nine points, twelve rebounds in 15 minutes. That's pretty big. Yeah, man. You know, I, I just try to hit them boards more.
0: What is it? What are you learning about playing with these guys and who you're playing with?
1: Um, you know uh, just different guys you know um Don want to get to his right you know i um, just getting getting down there um bogey he uh, he's a knockdown shooter you know Joe he's a, a great passer you know and um, I'm getting better and better as a, as the game's going on you know I think this is what game seven so um, you know I, I'm excited to see how I'm gonna play uh, game 30 40 50 so this is it, this is definitely going in the right direction
0: well Hassan it's been fun to watch thanks very much for your time all right thank you See you on the plane tomorrow, Asan Whiteside with nine points and 12 rebounds. We're now joined by Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott. And uh, that was a closely fought game. The Kings weren't going away. They're better. They're they're that is not the team that we whitewashed three times last year.
1: It makes you wonder though, guys, you know what 30 games from now, will
0: this team have it together? Nope, they'll look you in don't the think mirror. So. I don't know. Tim, what do you
2: think? You got to wait 15, 15, 20 games. Um, but I, I do think they play, like it's, it's night and day in terms of how hard they play. Um, this game was, you know, the Jazz, it was a physical game. And I, I, You know, the number I'm fixated on the Jazz from the five spot 21 points, 32 rebounds, and five blocks. That's not bad.
0: It's pretty big
2: that's not bad and that and stuff like that i mean jazz out rebound the kings 59 to 38 and there's where you win the game when the shot's not falling like it wasn't uh, you just keep battling the the team's good enough to shooters they're going to figure that part out but this game was one on extra effort glass and and you know obviously two really good guards
0: can i throw a wild card in where this game was won tonight
2: i'm all ears
0: Last plays of the first, second, and third quarters. Last play of the first quarter, Mike Conley hits a three with nine seconds left. Clears himself for a look. Last play of the first half, Mike Conley, I believe, hits a jump shot with 2.4 seconds left.
1: Is that the three from the corner?
0: The third one that was the most impressive to me the first quarter one actually is the most impressive one to me. They the Kings knew the play. It was Jordan Clarkson running up to get it. They put Harrison Barnes on Mike Conley, they put Davion Mitchell on Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley audible to a different play and got Buddy Healed in the mismatch and hit a three off it. And at the end of the third quarter, Mike Conley hit a three-pointer from the corner that's time out with 4.8 seconds left. Like, Quinn Snyder wants Mike Conley on the floor for end-of-quarter possessions. That's why they do the substitution pattern the way they do. And it won them. It's, like, those plays. Here's another one. This is, like, why does one team win these one-possession games? We're at shoot-around today. Tim, you'll love this as a coach. Okay. They literally change how they're bringing the ball up the floor and at what angle they're going to take when they cross midcourt. So that the trap happens at 32 feet instead of happening at 25 feet. They then have Rudy roll into the middle of the floor and catch it. And Quinn Snyder literally sat there at shoot around, showed Rudy how to catch it, showed Rudy where to jump stop, and showed Rudy where to pass. And Rudy caught it. He jump stopped and he hit bogey for a corner three and they stopped trapping.
2: I love it when a plan comes together. Exactly. Wow, a little A-team there. Michi-
0: Mission Impossible, is that what that no, is? No, that's A-team. A-team. A-team, Hannibal. okay. Hannibal and Mr. T. It's
3: the details, David, right? You talk about that all the time. That's what this team's good at, those those little details that can be so effective.
0: I mean, it's what – I think it's what separates – you know, I don't know that Luke Walton could get his team to do that right yeah. now. I'm not trying to criticize Luke Walton. But if you, like, wonder, like, you know, why the teams win <laughs> – that's These little it. things tonight are where the Jazz won.
3: Yep. That Hassan Whiteside walk-off interview was great, by the way. He's, he's fun. yeah, he's great. Uh, and and obviously talked about the future, getting better and better. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, you guys were really good as usual. Thank you very much. Uh, safe travels tomorrow. Right?
0: Yeah, we will. All Miami, right. Atlanta, Orlando. Welcome
2: to Miami. Miami. <laughs> are, are you taking your <laughs> golf clubs, Booner?
0: You know, I I debated and I gave it some serious thought. And, and you said yes. And you can rent. <laughs>
1: You decide you can rent. All right,
3: send me a picture, Booner.
1: Yeah, all right.
3: (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right, guys, guys, take care. Be well. All right, we've got sound coming up. Uh, We'll continue to break this one down. 119 and 113 is your final jazz win. Uh, More next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, one nineteen to one thirteen is your final. The Jazz got big time performances from their backcourt tonight. Coach Lacombe, thirty six for Donovan Mitchell on fourteen of thirty shooting, and Mike Conley added thirty. Both those guys were spectacular tonight. Yeah, they, they sure were, and took
2: different you know times of the game to just kind of take that over. Uh, Donovan came out with a great energy in the beginning, got to the rim uh, at will, and he just stayed with his shot, and the shot came around. Um, but I thought Donovan was was great. The eight rebounds kind of jump off the page at me. That shows you Donovan's in the fray, jumping around, and, and playing with a ton of energy. Glad his ankle was okay yeah. after rolling it early in the in
3: the the, the game. Uh, and then Conley was just extraordinary, particularly down the stretch. And don't sleep on one Rudy Gobert who had 12 points on three or four shooting. But added 20 rebounds, he already leads the league, and uh, four block shots as well. So Rudy uh, impacting the game in a bunch of different ways tonight.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Rudy did not shoot the ball. He only shot the ball four times, ended up going to the line quite a bit toward the end and ended up getting nine free throw attempts. But uh, just his steady presence, all the diff- different things he does to uh, make the other team struggle to score and, uh, and then stayed with it and ended up with 12 points.
3: And then give the Kings credit; uh, they fought hard. They played really hard. It'll be, you know, we talked about it a little bit during crosstalk. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep up this this level of play for the entire season. But uh, yeah, that certainly isn't the the Kings team we've seen over the past few years. And we'll see if the wins follow. But uh, they're 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 a team that's got a little belief there that if they played hard, they play hard. They could get a win, and they certainly fought to the last second tonight.
2: Yeah, they did. They're 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 three and three. Um, you know, it's early. They but they got great contributions. You know, I thought Buddy Heald was really good tonight, made some tough shots to keep them in the game. Uh, hands up, you know, made made two deep threes with contest. Um, you know, Harrison Barnes was great again. Uh, and he's just having a great start to the season. So I agree. I, I'm not sure exactly where it will end up for them. I think they'll win more games than
3: they did last year just by virtue of how hard they play. Yeah, I think so too. And the, and there's some certainly some talented players. They had seven players in double figures tonight and uh and Davian Mitchell is he's he he is a player. He's got game He plays both sides of the ball which I like and um he can really score it. He he is he's he's tough um you know
2: he, he a couple plays he just out physicaled veterans even. You know, so he's a he's a strong guy, packs a big load in terms of uh you know, he drives it and makes contact.
3: The other guys, the guy that's going to move. So I really like Mitchell. He's a good young player. Yep. As, uh, as for the Jazz, it was about their big three tonight, certainly, with uh, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, and, uh, and Rudy Gobert. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way Thursday night. The Jazz out on an East Coast road swing. Should be a good one on Thursday in Atlanta to take on the Hawks. That game will tip off at uh, 5.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got uh, uh, post-game sound for you. We'll hear from Coach Snyder as well as the players, and we'll continue to break this one down. The Jazz win tonight over the Kings, 119-113, to right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Three, two,
0: one. Catch and shoot three. The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole.
3: Jazz game night, post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, 119 to 113 is your final. The Jazz beat the Sacramento Kings tonight. Uh, post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more, read stories, share your own at Mark Miller Subaru com Coach, uh, Jazz come away with win. We'll get you uh, sound from Coach Snyder and the players coming up a little later on in the show. But a uh, hard-fought victory, uh, but uh, came out with win behind uh, some very nice performances from the, the Jazz 3 All-Stars.
2: Yeah, and really the key to the Jazz win is they just kept playing the way they play. Um, Coach well said at halftime, and I totally agree, I think the shots were there. Uh, very rarely, um, you know, 99 straight times, in fact, Jordan Clarkson made a three and uh, two games in a row now has not been able to, you know, that really kind of throws a wrench in things because Clarkson's really a guy who kind of relieves some of that pressure off the bench. And um, the Jazz took 29 shots off the bench, and Clarkson got 13 of them. So um, when he was not making anything, that was really, really hard to overcome. But just kept playing the way they played, and and I thought they found themselves – in the second half started making shots and he kept defending at a, at a good level.
3: Clarkson was one for 13 from the field and Oh, for 11 from three, the jazz as a team were 14 of 48 for, th- uh, from three, 29%. And Mike Conley himself went six of nine. So, uh, and Donovan Mitchell was five of 12 from three, which you'd certainly take. So it just kind of shows you how the rest of the team shot. Um, In fact, we can go through it. Bogdanovich was two for five. Outside of that, Royce O'Neal zero for four. Pascal zero for one. Clarkson zero for eleven. Ingles one for four. Butler zero for two. So the three ball was going for Mike and Donovan, and uh, that's about it. And it's a good thing they kept taking them.
2: That that was a good thing. That's what Coach wants. He does. Um, You know, a big part of what these guys do is shooting that shot, and it sets everything else up. So uh, glad they stayed with it. They at halftime they were four for twenty five. The second half, the Jazz shoot ten for twenty-three, and that's way more like the Utah Jazz team we're used to seeing.
3: Yeah, Uh so the Jazz win uh, one nineteen to one thirteen. Uh, real quick, uh, side note: this was a topic in in pregame, and it's been topic online uh, for the past couple of days. Do you buy uh, into the new basketball at all? For maybe uh, a reason that uh, the Jazz are struggling. Moving over to Wilson, maybe maybe so
2: a little bit. I, I know that. You know, I can only speak from experience from from our guys, but oftentimes around tournament time you'd go to Maui or you'd go to Vegas and everybody would use this newfangled crazy ball um, that was being marketed and it was, you know, it was just part of it. And there were times where, you know, just getting used to that, the feel of it. Um, and certainly these guys pl- have been shooting at a bunch through training camp and everything else, but it, it, guys are talking about it, so there must be something something to it.
3: I want to remind you about uh, the Utah Jazz most valuable educators program presented by Instructure the makers of Canvas throughout the season the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, tickets to watch a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash M-V-E to nominate your favorite educator right now. Uh, we'll get to Coach Snyder coming up here in uh, a couple of moments, but let's get to your Master of the Glass tonight. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, local vehicle glass expert. Here for another great year of basketball and proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate $5 to the United Way of Utah for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. No surprise, tonight's master of the glass, Rudy Gobert, with 20 rebounds to go along with his 12 points and four block shots. And then Hassan Whiteside in 15 minutes had 12 rebounds coming off the bench to uh, go with his nine points. As you pointed out when we were having crosstalk with Locke, the, the big, the five, very productive tonight for the Jazz.
2: Yeah, the, the uh, no, no doubt about it. I think, you know, just, uh, feel like tonight a lot, some things got solved. Um, you know, the, the ball started to go in with regularity there in the second half, but I, I'm just so impressed with, uh, with what Whiteside and Gobert and Tandem are bringing to this team. Um, you know, the, the physicality that, that, you know, you mentioned it during, while we're watching it, but Whiteside's got a little nasty to him. Yeah, And, um, Loved when he blocked the shot. Went over and high fived the fan, uh, in in the expensive seats down there. Just uh, great to have Hassan here, and,
3: and I think that I think everybody's seeing his value early on. Big time, and I, I loved his walk off interview tonight. Uh, he said he's feeling more comfortable and feels like he's playing well. But uh, made mention, hey, the longer this goes, you know, the more he feels like he can get better. Which of course is the attitude you want to hear from somebody who's new on the team.
2: Yeah, it's like. You know, this is the Hassan Whiteside we saw in Miami. Um, and, and we mentioned the preseason, being around veteran guys, you know, that hold each other accountable. It seems like a
3: great atmosphere for him, and, and so far, so good. And he was just he's, – he's funny. Like, uh, you are following online on, on the Twitter discussion or whatever. Everybody was talking about how he had uh, – all his reactions tonight are perfect for gifts online because he – he was full of the facial expressions and uh and all that pretty hilarious stuff. But you know, he's he's a player who plays with passion, plays with energy, and plays hard, and uh has a bit of an edge to him. I I think he's hugely valuable, or at least has the potential to be to this jazz team.
2: Yeah, it's just it's such a positive thing when Rudy's off the floor and there's still some force out there in the middle. And um, you know, that can only serve you well. He's getting way more comfortable on the offensive end. That's great. But I'm telling you, if he can just be positive, uh, you know, in in his time on the floor, kind of hold things down, and, uh, you know, anything he gives you outside of rebound and block shots from the scoring side is is just absolutely positive.
3: He was 3 of 7 tonight uh, for 9 points, 12 boards, and had a block shot coming in off the bench. And as Hassan himself noted in his post-game interview, this is his first game being minus in the plus-minus. He was minus 4.
2: And I liked how he mentioned that Coach Snyder pulled him aside, you know, and rightfully so, and saying, hey, you really are impacting our winning. It's got to be a great feeling for a guy who's coming out of a tough situation in Sacramento to be instantly kind of received well and know that
3: you're you're actually – a force for good in a, on a really good team. And did you notice how complimentary he was about the Kings in his walk-off interview? Oh no doubt, I, I really like that too. Yeah, I did. He he was very complimentary about how hard they play and how they're an improved team. That stood out to me. I'm like, hey, he was on that team last year. He knows he knows those guys very well. So I thought that was a very nice compliment for well, it, him.
2: It's certainly the eye test. I mean, the Sacramento yeah. team we watched they were they were explosive offensively, but there wasn't a whole lot of care factor. And I feel like that that's been flipped a little bit. So certainly the locker room in, in the way they're playing and much better than last year.
3: All right, coach, it's time to hear from the coach. Let's go down to the media room and hear from Jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder.
4: Donovan Mitchell's performance tonight. I thought he was really precise with the ball, um, meaning created space, um, you know, hit gaps when they were open. I thought, you know, it. it no one makes like the right play every time he made, he made the right play a lot of times. And, you know, when our team, you know, there's a lot to be said about if we make some more shots, we have some more assists. So um, I think the more that, you know, the more that we attack and attack the rim, you know, we'll keep generating, you know, opportunities. And I thought, you know, particularly when he was getting pressured he did a really good job of attacking the rim. And then he also did a good job, you know, allowing our bigs, you know, Rudy Hassan to, to get hits on screens to free himself up for some, you know, some off the dribble threes, but um, really good night for Donovan. He made some really big offensive rebounds as well.
5: What's the philosophy on that, I guess? With the
4: that, to be honest with you, that as much as anything just shows, you know, an engagement. Um, that, that when there's opportunities, we want to be aggressive, you know, and it doesn't matter who it is. If you're quick to the ball, you know, those are the same ones that if you're giving up, um, you know, they really they're, they're daggers to your defense and we, we want those daggers to be on the offensive end. So, you know, Rudy gets people put bodies on Rudy. They commit one, two to him. So sometimes there's opportunities to get in there and make plays. Definitely allowing to average you know, 18 rebounds a game you know we we've continued to try to evolve to maximize how we use Rudy from a schematic standpoint where you know certain things that you know maybe were adjustments for games gradually become more and more of a um, standard defense you know i think i've said it before his ability to to make multiple plays you know he gets back in the play and you you know he's so long if there's something in the vicinity he's gonna get it the, the challenge for us is not to um, you know just to expect him to get it because that's when some of those ones that bounce along we don't get but you know obviously um, you know that's something that he, he's been he's been dominant in controlling the defense we we actually haven't defensive rebounded really well the first few games um, and that, that's collective as much as anything so the numbers jump out obviously when he gets twenty, um, you know, and then he did his best Magic Johnson impression at the end of the quarter. Made so. a
5: concerted effort to get into the lane, to the basket. Your first twenty points were all points for the paint.
4: I mean, you weren't making your three either. Yeah, we're we're, you know, I, th- I think we, I don't want to stop shooting, you know, because I think the minute you do, you stop that, those are the two you don't take that go in and bump the game open. And I was really, um, I was glad we we stayed aggressive because I, I do believe if we pass up those shots, as I've said, you know, the the percentage or probability of us getting something better goes down. Um, that said, you know, when we do drive, I think one of the things that we need to improve on, um, you know, is, is when we get in the lane and we don't have anything, you know, being able to play off two feet. And, and a lot of times, when we've gotten that, we, we have guys on the perimeter that aren't respacing to to create passing lanes. So there's some things there that that we can do better that, that help balance the threes. You know, we want to take good ones. Um, you know, I, the, the ones in transition are generally good ones by definition for us um, because, again, the defense is inside. We have a chance to rebound them, um, you know, if everybody's running. But striking a balance there you it's hard to look at a box score and, you know, JC tonight's going to look and say he didn't make one, um, but he did get in the paint and make a big bucket. And, you know, the thing about our guys is I think they'll watch the film and, you know, they'll see those opportunities and opportunities to make place for other people. And that, that's really what we want. about my performance tonight and just how valuable he is, especially in that fourth quarter? Yeah. You know, I think particularly when, when Donovan, you know, is exerting as much energy as he is because, you know, I, you know th- those two guys defensively have really taken you know they they've taken it take taken a step you know they've raised their level and i think it becomes even more important for them to feel the game offensively um and you know that there's some things that we do that give them the opportunity to uh, to make those decisions on the fly on the court based on matchups or if one guy's got it going a little bit or another guy's a little tired so you know that that's the definition of a backcourt you know, and I think you know Mike's our point guard, so to speak. But um Donovan plays the point, and you know, I I just think of them as a backcourt.
5: I saw him have that moment where he kind of had the big block and then played for the crowd a little bit. How much does his personality kind of just mesh with the team and just help the team?
4: I mean, any, anytime you have a player that plays with passion, you know, and that, that's it's indicative of the fact that he cares. You know, and and I think guys you know, that, that emotion and that energy can feed a team and, you know, whether it's him, you know, making a physical play in the lane like he did the other night um, making a block, being excited about a play, everybody, you know, it raises everybody's level happened the other night with JC um, against Milwaukee. There was two or three possessions where he just, his intensity defensively was at such a high level and, you know, you you see everybody's level go up. So, um, you know, anytime you add emotion to competitiveness, you know that's rocket fuel. Going
5: back to Mike for a second, I guess it's not surprising, but maybe to you, you kind of marvel at the fact that you've got a guy who's been in the league for 14 years, and is playing with the wisdom of 14 years, but it looks like, you know, and sometimes he rewinds the clock. It looks like he's 25 again.
4: Well, he's 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 one of those, you know, unique. I don't I don't know that. I've said to him, I, I don't know if the, I'm trying to think of something that he probably wouldn't be good at. Like, I think he'd be a great cornerback. I think he probably could, you know, be a heck of a tennis player. I'm, I, I'm sure he's a good bowler. Um, you, you go down the line, we all know he can golf. Um, You know, he can kind of pick a position on the baseball field, I think. So it's not surprising that he's doing what he's doing. That happens when you, you can switch it, too, I suppose.
3: There you go. That's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder's post game uh, media availability hitting on a, a number of interesting points there. Coach Lacombe, what stood out to you? Well, the shooting. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he he said
2: it best. It is so hard to sit down there as a coach and watch your team miss shot after shot. Um, and, and it really does take a ton of courage to stay with the plan. And I really, you know, this this team is built on shooting. And, and I liked how, you know, Quinn said, we, you know, just tell him to keep shooting the ball and believing, you know, and even pointed out Clarkson, not making a three, but did he, he did have a tough, uh, tough two that he made in a crucial spot. So, yeah, I think um, the positive reinforcement and then, you know, being able to critique the mistakes on film, uh, that's, that's what the, the process is right now during the season.
3: So there was a nice shout out for Donovan and Jordan Clarkson to uh, Coach Snyder saying they've taken the next step defensively.
2: No doubt. And, you know, the one thing started that fourth quarter. I thought the Jazz really lay, raised their level defensively, um, fouled a little bit more, but we're, we're way more, you know, up on the ball, uh, fighting over screens. And it certainly made an impact. I thought
3: Clarkson and Donovan kind of led that charge. All right, uh, Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the stories submitted uh, and uh, submit your own at MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win tonight uh, over the Sacramento Kings 119 to 113. We'll get you sound from the players and we'll continue to break this one down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe with you. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win tonight. They beat the Sacramento Kings for the second time this season, 119. 2-1-13, 2 one uh, Coach Lacombe, let's uh, let's get a look at the points in the paint. Brought to you by friends at Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro, uh, Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. And you talked about the Jazz uh, in the pregame, uh, getting into the paint and scoring often. They outscored the Kings in the paint tonight, Coach, 54-46. So really dominated in the paint tonight.
2: Yeah, they had you know that was a, that was a big part of the game with the shots not falling and you know the one thing I did see on film in that Sacramento game in Sacramento the Jazz got really anything they wanted off the bounce at you know attacking the rim. So uh, you know Donovan came out the very first play of the game, drove it, got all the way there and I I think that was part of you know set the tone. Uh certainly that and the extra chances the Jazz
3: got through 15 offensive rebounds, really good hustle. Let's uh, let's get some post-game player sounds, shall we? Let's go back down to the media room and hear from Mike Conley.
6: No, I think it was one of those games where, um, you know, me and Don had it going. And and as far as the rest of the team, we just were missing shots we normally make. And in those moments, you just kind of have to go with uh, what's working. And um, we got into pick-and-roll situations. I just tried to be aggressive. Don tried to be aggressive. Boyan on. JC and um, get to spots where we can make plays, and it's basically what I try to do. And you know, Don got the rest a little bit.
5: How do you know? How do each of you know when to kind of take over and then kind of you know let the other person do their thing?
6: Well, you know, me and Don kind of have a nonverbal communication. He looks up at me and he's like, like hands on his knee, tired. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll take the ball for a few possessions, and um, that's kind of like what we've done over over the past and. Tonight was no different. I
5: imagine that you guys have raised your defensive level through these first seven games, and I'm curious what you're seeing
6: from both you and Donovan on that point. Of view. Well, I think you know we've made it a point, especially from our perimeters, to try to be better. You know, each game, try to um, take some from from you know what we've learned from past seasons and playoffs, and and, and use that to to get better in each in each situation. And tonight, and um, Basically, every night we've played against some quick guards and <clears throat> young guards who get up and down. And um, for us, it's trying to stay in front, trying to make it tough on them and easier on Rudy and Hassan. And hopefully we're, we're getting better at it and, um, you know, make our team defense a little bit better.
5: How is playing with Hassan been
6: so far? Hassan's been great. Uh, he's been great. He's He brings a different energy. I think you can hear him. Um, his voice kind of echoes throughout the locker room. He's on the court. Um, guys love him. Been a great teammate. So uh, I think he's just been perfect for us. <laughs> what about guys like Hassan? It seems like, you know, there
5: are a lot of guys that have sort of outgoing and vivacious personalities but it's like certain guys like Hassan is contagious on the court. Like when he gets fired up and everything else starts to get a little temperamental and they want to get into things
6: too. Yeah. yeah um, he's quick to let his emotions take over in games and it can be good and bad at sometimes, but mostly good for us. And um, it's something that I think that, that, you know, in past seasons we've needed that Uh, a guy that, you know, comes in with a different energy who can change games. He might foul real hard. He might make a mistake here or there, but he's going to 95% of the time do the right thing. And, and even when he does something that that's, you know, like, you know, like trying to question it or something like that, it's, you know, it gets everybody going. It's still, it's still a good thing. If he gets a tech, it's a good thing. We're gonna we're gonna rile the team up a little bit. So um he's been he's been really good in that role.
5: I mentioned that he didn't think there was anything you weren't good at. So I'm gonna ask, is there anything you're not good at? <laughs> you do all, sports. Bowling, 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 tennis, all those things baseball. I'm
6: a I'm a humble dude, but I guess I can answer that. I have no comment on that. I don't <laughs> I have to find that sport.
5: You know, when you're going against some of these young guards that like we were talking about. But tonight it looked like we were looking at like you know 2017. Like, out there. Are you feeling that like automatic and show like the skin guy? What it's like
6: to be in the league, but then after the game, you do like, I feel it. No, um, I think every night, what's you know, a blessing for me is as I've gotten older, I have to prepare differently. Um, knowing I'm playing against De'Aaron Fox, you know, Mitchell, uh, Trey Young, you know, Kyle Lowry, all these guys coming up. Um, I prepare mentally and physically different than I did when I was, you know, 21, 22. Um, so it challenges me, I mean, you know, it keeps me, it keeps me young, it keeps me moving. And, man, um, I want to show that I can still play at a very, very high level in this league. And um, my teammates have confidence in me, so I'm just going to continue to be there for them and in any way I can, you know, be there. I, uh, I
5: played for second last year. You guys have played that twice this year already. Um, seven games in the season. Have have you guys seen anything different energy-wise from Hassan in, in
6: preparation for these games against Sacramento specifically? Uh, yeah, he's uh, a little bit more pumped when we play sac- Sacramento than probably any other team. And, you know, he was the last guy in the locker room after the game, and you can hear him yelling down the hallway. I don't know if y'all heard him, but um, he was just, you know, let's go, you know, just really excited. Um you know, he, he is special to play against, you know, Sacramento and all the histories he's had there, all the time he spent there. So uh, we're happy to get the win uh, for him tonight.
3: Mike Conley, and boy, was Mike good tonight. Uh, he uh, Let's see, let's get his exact numbers here. Uh, Mike, 30 points on 11 of 19 shooting, 6 of 9 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line. He had three boards, two assists, and a steal. And I thought that was pretty interesting what he was getting at there—the difference in his preparation now that he's a little bit older compared to when he was in his early twenties—and talking about the players that he's going to face, you know, coming up in this uh, this road trip, which is going to be, you know, Kyle Lowry and Trey Young. I mean, two exceptional young athletic players. So, uh, well, I guess Kyle Lowry maybe not the youngest, but still an exceptional athletic player. Um, uh, Mike, I'll tell you what—he is—he is a big-time player on this team. Yeah, he looked like vintage Mike Conley tonight too, um,
2: you know, for the years watched that type of, of play from him in Memphis and just so, so glad he's here and he's really thriving. Um, he, he really was a huge part of that jazz win fourth quarter, making huge play after huge play. Uh, he and Donovan combined were, were phenomenal, but he, he makes a great point. The, there are a lot of great players in this league and a lot of great guards. And so, you do. You've got to be. You've got to be locked in to, to what they do well and try to take them out of it. And um, you know, so far so good for Mike. He's playing. He's playing exceptionally
3: well this year. He sure is. And again, I thought tonight. You know, there's a lot of conversation about Hassan Whiteside <clears> and uh, a lot of questions there from Mike Conley about Hassan. And certainly, he was. He was great tonight. But I thought tonight was about three All Stars. I thought it was about Rudy Conley and Donovan Mitchell.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, those three guys really got it over the edge uh Donovan nice to see him in that rhythm again making shots had some real confidence Uh, at one point you know look back at the Kings bench and it was when Mitchell was out I'm sure he yelled and said you better get him back in because I am torturing the dudes that are on the court right now so uh nice see Donovan with that swagger and uh he he works as hard or harder than anybody, so it's good to have, see him get that thing to go down.
3: Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign, featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Your final score: Jazz beat the Kings tonight one nineteen to one thirteen. We'll get you more sound uh, from uh, the players coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, 119 113 is your final. The Jazz beat the Sacramento Kings tonight. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. We'll get to you uh, back to the players coming up here momentarily. But uh, the Jazz now move to 6 and 1 on the season. The Kings fall to three and four and uh the kings uh tim they they played really hard i thought they got some good performances from a lot of different players however uh De'Aaron fox who i think is is absolutely terrific for this king's team was not and was not good the first time these two teams played so um mike conley talked about uh you know having to prepare a little differently going up against some of these, uh these point guards but Jazz kept a lid on De'Aaron Fox tonight.
2: Yeah, he's averaging 18.5 a game through the regular season in the two games against the Jazz. He had seven the first night, 13 the second. So no math major but that's certainly way below his average, about well,
3: 8.5 points. Was you uh, – I, I, I should look this up, obviously, but you were saying uh, in the pregame he's shooting 17% from three? 17% from three. Don't think his 0 for 4 tonight is going to help that. That'll bring it much. down just a,
2: yeah. a notch. But he he is a great player going through a little bit of a slump, and I can guarantee
3: you he'll be – He'll be, he'll find it and be on a roll here yeah, soon. he's going to be fine. He's good enough, yeah. But uh, the Jazz found a way to be effective against him. Uh, the Kings were led tonight, by the way, by Harrison Barnes, who had 23 points. The Kings had seven players. Seven out of the eight players that played tonight for Sacramento were in double figures. Alex Len, the only player for Sacramento not in double figures tonight. He had four.
2: How about Barnes has led them in scoring four times? Um, kind of like a renaissance for Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. you think went by Harry?
3: Harry Barnes has a nice ring to it. It does. Maybe uh, you should change his name. I Not like that Harry. He's his, uh, you or know. Would you be a wire and eye on the end? That's that's a great debate. Uh, reborn as an NBA player, Harry. I like that. You know, some players switch numbers. You should just uh, go by a, a short nickname for Harrison. I like it. Good idea. Let's uh, keep the player sound going. Let's get back down to the media room, and let's hear now from Hassan Whiteside
5: personality
7: on the court is contagious, like in certain places, you get fired up, other guys get fired up. When you get angry about something, they get angry about that too. Uh yeah, now I think about it probably. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about it. But um you're probably right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, I think so. But you're not thinking about it, like,
5: oh, I'm going to fire the team up.
7: It's like you personally in the moment, you're, like, reacting to things. Just yeah, like, now, like, think about it, it was getting kind of fired up. Like, when we was getting in, then we got some stops. That was a great game, you know, Um, because it started getting real close at the end, you know, and uh, we got some key stops. You know, we made some big plays, you know, and I think that really shows guts
5: we the come back finger rag too.
7: Yeah, I like that. You know, I they took like 3 3 of them they called, like fouls on the last three and I had to and, and HB's my guy. So, um, those guys is like that locker room, them guys I I those would be like lifetime friends. You know, and uh, Harrison Barnes is one of my favorite favorite teammates of all time and um and just blocking him, you know, I'm I'm gonna send him a text and just mess with him. I love it given that do
5: you want
7: to win that game more or like where does it stack up oh uh, it's just like i don't i you always want to win all the games you know but it's it's different when you play your friends you know guys that you play with and um you know you're talking a little trash out there and um for me i want to win every game but you know i just know them guys i know their personalities you know um so it, it's even more funny um obviously you spent the first couple years in league in sacramento and last year as well
5: mm-hmm. like and Conley was never saying that it seems like you kind of get a little bit more fired up, a little bit more emotional when you play Sacramento. Um, what is it about that place in your career that's special that kind of gets you up a little bit more maybe when you when you play? And
7: stuff? Um, you know, I, I, I always like hate that, um, you know, I miss so much time in Sacramento. Even my my rookie year, I had torn my own um, patella tendon, and then I had a really bad ankle sprain that put me out pretty much for the whole season. And then last year... Um, I had COVID, so I had missed, and it was already a short season. And just going through up and down injuries, you know. Um, so it, it was, it was. I never felt like I actually got to show what I can do in Sacramento. I, that's always one of those places where I, I always felt like I never got to show Hassan White's out there. I, I feel like I got to show it in Miami and Portland, and but I never did in Sacramento. You've been
5: in the league a while, and you've seen... Mike Conley yeah. from Great and days, because when on a night like tonight, when you're watching what he's doing out there, mm-hmm. I mean, is it hard to believe that he's been in the league
7: 14 years and he's still out there doing the same? Stuff? Yeah, you know, um, I was on I was on a training camp trying to make the training camp roster when he was on the Grizzlies, so um, you know, I got to see I got to see and um, meet Mike back in 2013, and um, and you know, he he's one of them guys that. Unless you like, if you're a casual NBA fan, 20 years from now, you not you might not know who he is, but people that really know basketball are going to be like, nah, Mike Conley was like one of the most underrated basketball players of all time, especially in my eyes. And uh, me and Rudy Gay, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like unbelievable. At all? Yeah, yeah, you're for sure. For sure. Yeah, I tell him I blocked the shot a couple of times. You know, he might not want to admit
3: to that, but, you know. There you go, Hassan Whiteside talking about playing against his old team.
2: H. Barnes, Harry Barnes, interesting. I mean, I always like to get that, those that little tidbits. But, you know, Hassan's played with a bunch of guys, and for him to single out Harrison Barnes is one of the his favorite guys. You know, my instinct's probably decent because I look at Harrison Barnes and I see a winner. Yeah. You know, I see a guy who who does everything he can to be a great teammate and, uh, but just couldn't be happier for Hassan Whiteside, as I mentioned. You know, his his career has been interesting, but uh, I think the acquisition's looking genius. Uh, the Jazz certainly needed everything that he brings. And then I think the extra part is just what a positive force he seems to be like in that locker room and, um, you know, the fact that he, he seems to be a great fit there as well.
3: Well, he was asked if uh, is his energy made an impact on the team and he uh, it's kind of a funny answer he's like well i never thought of it really but and yeah goes, but yeah i think so <laughs>
2: there's all you know there's a almost a an innocence to him that i really like yeah. and um you can tell that he he's really enjoying being on a good team again uh and
3: certainly making a huge impact huge impact i mean we all kind of thought this before the season that if, if it worked out he was perfect for exactly what the jazz needed if he was willing to be, you know, kind of a star in your role to quote quote George Niang from from last year. You know, look at look at tonight for Whiteside. Uh, fifteen minutes. Uh, he comes he grabs twelve rebounds in fifteen minutes, which is amazing. Has a block shot, is an absolute presence in the paint. Energy makes an impact on the game. I don't I don't think you could ask for more out of that role.
2: A seven and seven. Right now he's averaging seven point seven rebounds in um, you know, just over fifteen minutes. It's a real plus. And then he he's like Rudy. He affects a lot of shots yep. too.
3: You made uh you you made this uh, again, don't do math on the air, but this is pretty simple. You made this point earlier that uh from the big position, the five position, the Jazz got 21 points. Uh let's see 32, 32, rebounds. 32 rebounds and five block shots. That's a pretty good night. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, How are you doing, Mr. Chamberlain? There's I mean, those those are crazy numbers. You don't get a break from it. You don't get a break from it, and that's the point, right? You don't get that 15 minutes a night where you can go into the paint and go at the rim. Yeah, it's it's
2: totally different. And and you see, that's why the Jazz, even in the Chicago game, I mean, they're going
3: to be in games because there's not that huge area of yep. separation. All right, let's go back down to the media room. Let's now hear from Donovan Mitchell.
8: Um, Honestly, the defense, you know, offensive end.
3: Recording you know, in progress.
8: Second so rhythm be able to find guys do what I do. And, you know, being able to to hit shots that I've missed in previous games. I think that's for starters. I couldn't hit a catch and shoot, catch and shoot shot. I guess that makes sense for, the life of me so just being able to continue just take the shots I've been continuously taking in the previous games and now they're starting to go in a little bit but just being able to do that find guys but defensively just competing making it tough on guys and that's really where I'm putting a lot of you know focus you know is being able to do that execute and it's not even necessarily just on ball being in a stance being ready being the help side getting on, on the glass making it you know just tough on my matchup to whoever it may be so I'm trying to be a leader in, in every facet uh, of the game.
5: Can you
8: tell us what happened in the, the second quarter when you Yeah, I just rolled it. And, you know, it's like a normal thing if you roll it, but I rolled my ankle. It's not because of, you know, what happened last year, although it was the same foot, you know, and it was just like in a moment where I was frustrated. I didn't get a call. And it's like, I feel like I got hit and feel like I rolled it again. There was just so much going on. And then I was like, man, this, you know, kind of hurt. So I ran to the back just to make sure I was okay, um, as opposed to sitting there and doing it in front of everybody. I refer to you and like as like a true backcourt mm-hmm. for you, just what does it mean to have another guy who also is a backcourt if you take that scoring punch off when you kinda
5: of, your hands on your knees, like Mike said.
8: Uh, yeah. Um, you know, being able just to have a guy who who knows the game, thinks the game, understands things, you know, be, even just being a decoy, you know, if you're if you're tired and kind of being in the action, but making sure it's for he's able to get downhill and vice versa. Um, just being able to kind of play off each other in that way. And that just comes with reps and being able to do it in games and being in situations like like this, where I can't tell you how many times we've been in, you know, close games and, you know, games where shots aren't far. but being able to still execute, you know, being able to do that and just thinking the game, you know, and it helps when you have a 15-year veteran, you know, to say, here, you you got it, and I'll I'll stand out the way. You
5: mentioned the shots not falling as much this season.
8: Has the ball played any role in that? <laughs> I was waiting for one of y'all to ask this. Um, honestly, I didn't think about it. You know, I I really haven't. You know, I think for me, I'm getting looks that I, I and I'm not going to sit here and say because I'm shooting whatever percent that it's it's the ball. You know, that's not who I am, and I'll figure it out. I'm continuing to get better and better um, as the season progresses. Um, we we've had a long year as a as a league. You know, like I think that's people seem to ignore that, but you know, it it is what it is. And guys, you see, we're, we're starting to progress and get better, but I can't say oh. You know, it because of ball. it's because the ball—it's different. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, it's a different feel, different texture. But I've been using it all summer, so I can't—you know—I've been making shots all summer, so I can't say now that I'm missing that it's that. How is it different? I think the feel—you know—the the feel of it for sure for me is just the, the the biggest thing. But like I said, you know, you take enough reps. You know, I had to change the basketball from college to the NBA my first year. Like I've—it's—it's it's basketball. You know, and you figure it out as as the game goes. But you know, it's it's definitely a different feel than the uh, than the. Uh, Spaulding, spaulding well, on. What's the
5: process when we go back into the tunnel? You just see the trainer move around a little yeah, bit? Yeah, to make style. sure I'm
8: okay. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing, to make sure it's not. Because you, you you have to balance adrenaline, you know, versus, like, serious, like, the seriousness of it. You know, you have to make sure. So, kind of being able to – fortunately, but unfortunately, I've had experience with this ankle, so I try, I know how to separate, you know, that being able to be like, okay – like I'm good is not like not just getting me back out there. You know what I mean? And being able to sit there. That's why I waited the whole half. That way I could have a proper thought process as opposed to just running back out there and either doing it again or just trying to just being out there just to be out there. You have raised your defensive
5: level a little bit
8: this year. I mean, are you feeling that physically yet or not? No, I mean, like I said, beginning of the year, I put myself in continuously rigorous situations over the summer so I can be able to do this. You know I think now it's more of a mindset. You know, I think I've been able to do this and capable, you know, throughout my career, I think more it's more of a mindset, you know, more of a attention to detail more than anything, because, you know, it's not necessarily always about effort. You know, you think defense is like, oh, it's a lot of work back and forth. But a lot of it is just putting yourself in situations where you're not playing catch up, you know, also goes into film work, you know, knowing the plays come before it gets there as opposed to just being surprised um kind of before every game, you know, memorizing, you know, each each group and fortunately, there's only 30 teams, so you get to know the plays over and over again. So you're able to understand where guys are going to be, where guys want to be. So you put yourselves in situations that make it easier as opposed to you just trying to figure out how to, oh man, I'm reacting to them as opposed you're in that situation and it makes it easier for yourself. What is, what
5: is the level of
8: fun that is in the past around this now like Hassan's? <laughs> that man, <laughs> I, I, I love Hassan, man. he's 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 he's, uh, he's just like George. You know, George always never had a bad day. You know, never had a bad day. And shout out to Georgie Hoop the other night. I was happy for him, play well. Uh, but Hassan's the same way. He brings that same energy, same, same, just every day. I and mean, he's on the video game all the time, so we play. And he's the same dude Monday through Sunday. You know, and I think that's outside of his abilities on the floor, which we've seen. You know, he's a plus whatever when he's out there. Like we we see that, and that's all in the stats. But you know, you look at just him as as, as going out there and just saying He sees this, he sees that, he knows the game. But he's also Fun, you know, and it, create, it continues to have that vibe because there are times when the game doesn't get fun, you know, when the season isn't fun, you know, it's 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 tiring. It's, it's it's rigorous, but when you have a guy like that in the locker room who keeps everything light, continues to have a positive mindset and makes jokes about things that, you know, necessarily, you know, may, may get on your nerves. Like, man, like, you know, it's we're not getting foul calls, you know, but he'll come in and be like, man, like, we ain't getting, you know, and everybody's everybody laughs, and then we get over it and move on to the next thing. You need a guy like that in the locker room, and it's great to have him uh, on the team.
3: Alright, there you go. Uh, that is Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan certainly had a big game tonight. 36 points on 14 of 30 shooting, 5 of 12 from 3, 3 of 4 at the line, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. What a night tonight from uh, Donovan Mitchell, and talked about his defense, and he believes his defense has gotten better. Uh, Quinn Snyder echoed those comments when he talked, too.
2: Yeah, it's it's definite. I mean, you see, you see his attention to detail. You know, he's not... None of those guys are going to be perfect on every possession, but certainly the the understanding and the effort is is better um i would like to there's no excuses man he ain't going to be talking about no ball he he said i've been shooting with that thing for all the off season and uh i'll figure it out right and it is yeah. it's different the texture's different there's no doubt about it but uh
3: i like that he wasn't going mean, to he won't blame the ball right that's well yeah and talked about his rookie year you know okay and just just to a new basketball been shooting all year, not going to use it as an excuse. Yeah, and,
2: and he he did look more in rhythm like himself and then the confidence, you know, that it, that comes from just making, being able to see it go in a, a couple times.
3: All right, uh, coming up uh, next, we will get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one. I am having a couple of stat nuggets roll in from our guy Tyson Ewing, so that's nice. We'll get to a couple of those. Uh, coming up right around the corner as well. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the stories. Share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win tonight over the Sacramento Kings, 119 to 113. We'll have more straight ahead here on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs>
0: Donovan knocks the pass away. Conley tips it over above box, Hands it to Donovan. He lays it up and in. What a nifty play by Mike Conley.
3: David Locke on the call right there. Your play of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMAuto.com. Driven by you. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe. 119-113 to is your final. The Jazz beat the Sacramento Kings. Postgame is brought to you by... Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your story at markmillersubaru.com. If you're just joining us, Jazz, get big performances from the three all-stars. Donovan Mitchell, 36 points tonight. What a game. Uh, 14 of 30, 5 of 12 from three. He had eight boards and six assists. Mike Conley tonight, 30 points on 11 of 19 shooting. Rudy Gobert, 12 points. 20 rebounds and four block shots. Boyan Bogdanovich also added 20 points tonight on uh, seven of 11 shooting. Sacramento certainly played hard. They got 23 points from Harrison Barnes. Um, they had uh, seven players, seven out of the eight players who played were in double figures tonight. Um, Davion Mitchell had 18 points coming in off the bench. Buddy Healed had 19 points coming in off the off the bench. And I gotta tell you, Davion Mitchell is a good player. Coach, we we were talking about that as we're watching the game. They they have uh, a little find on their hands with him. Nice all around player, good at uh, good score, certainly physical on defense.
2: Yeah, they they made a great pick there. I mean, we talked about the picks you know that they've struggled with, but this one was a a great pick. Uh, certainly fits kind of that idea of. A little tougher, a little stronger, uh, a little better care factor. You know, that's what what Mitchell has. Seems to have a, uh, you know, a penchant for being around the ball and making plays. So I really like him. He he showed, you know, the fact that he can score it uh, behind the arc tonight. Made
3: a couple threes and then, you know, was just kind of a pest on defense as well. Let's get to some stat nuggets from our guy Tyson Ewing. Tyson uh, does stats for the AT&T Sportsnet, uh, the television broadcast. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ewing 2 And oftentimes he's nice enough to share a few nuggets with us for the post game. And he's also, by the way, Tyson is a big Braves fan. So, Congrats, Tyson, all and the, all my Braves buddies. All the Braves fans out there are having a good night, including our guy Tyson. Uh, all right, here we go. Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell scored 30 points for the first time in the same game as teammates. Well, that surprised me a little bit. Conley had uh, just uh, his second 30-plus point game as a Jazz man. The other was, uh, let's see, on January 1st of this year against the Clippers where he had 33. He's playing pretty good basketball right now, my friend. Oh, yeah. He's off to a good start. I totally agree. All right. Uh, Rudy Gobert had his third 20-plus rebound game through the, uh, for the Jazz for the first, uh, through the first seven games. Only Andre Drummond in 2019 with four and Dennis Rodman in 1993 with five had more 20-plus rebound games in the same amount of time since 1976. Wow. Not bad. That's, uh, that's historic. Being a rebounding category with Dennis Rodman is uh, not bad. In fact, here's another one. Rudy also has 123 rebounds through seven games only. Drummond in 2019 with 131 uh, and 2015 with 137. And Rodman in 93 with 143 have secured more rebounds to start a season since
2: 1976. Wow. You got to think that <clears throat> people are going to send more people at him or something. He just he's dominating it right now.
3: Uh, this was the fewest points that Jordan Clarkson has scored in a jazz uniform and the fewest points of his career since uh, the 22nd of November in 2019 when he had zero. Uh, just a, a refresher for you tonight. Jordan Clarkson, 1 of 13 from the field, 0 of 11 from three, had just two points tonight. So Jordan struggled. And and it won't
2: make one bit of difference in terms of, you know, the way he attacks. He'll he'll continue to attack. Yep. And, and I feel bad when for the team that it, when he
3: starts to really hit cuz he does that in 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 streaky fashion too. He's now missed 18 consecutive three-point shots. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Donovan Mitchell tied a career high with 5 offensive rebounds. And 8 total, right? Yep. And uh this is also the first time in Donovan Mitchell's career where he finishes with at least 35 points, 5 assists and 8 boards. How about that? Yeah, he played he
2: def- definitely played a complete game and you know, it's we talked about, you know, how he could also impact the game by, you know, stepping it up defensively. He's definitely doing that. I, 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 I'm really impressed with the way he's he's attacking that side. Coach Snyder is as well. Um, but, yeah, those numbers across the board certainly had a huge
3: fingerprint all over this win. Big night for Donovan. That is for sure. Don't even know if we've talked enough about it. It was so good. 36 points, 14 of 30, shooting 5 of 12 from three. Eight boards. Six assists. First time he's had that stat line in his career. Pretty good. Pretty dang good for one Donovan Mitchell. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you.
2: Well, um, obviously uh, kind of a touchdown. uh, They touch down and play a game, and they get out of here and get back out on the road. So, you know, David mentioned that these types of games are are, are difficult to play. Um, Being out, coming back, um, knowing that you're going to just pack up and leave again. So, Uh, mentally jazz get through it Uh, certainly wasn't perfect but like the way that it started to trend from a shooting standpoint at least for donovan and mike tonight Uh, really it was the guard play those guys were fabulous and and then the extra efforts on the glass you know the jazz really stayed in this game by extra opportunities and uh you know and rudy was once again the the combined rudy Whiteside. Uh, is looking to be a really formidable uh, front line in this in, in the league.
3: We want to say big, big thanks, to David Lock, and Ron Boone, doing a nice job calling all the action tonight. Thanks to our broadcast assistants. Thanks to Jeff, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Appreciate all of his work. Thanks to the title sponsor of the post game show, Mark Miller Subaru, and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some uh, stories and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe, thank you, buddy. It's always fun.
2: Hey, it was great. Looking forward to Thursday night. Yeah. Um...
3: Hopefully, Jazz keep it rolling. And I'll be, you know, what, think referring to Harrison Barnes as Harry Barnes from now on. That's my takeaway from tonight. Man, Harry was good tonight. Harry was good tonight. He's having a good year. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, all right, uh, Jazz win tonight 119-113. to 113. Up next, the Jazz take on the Atlanta Hawks on the road on Thursday night. That game will tip off at 5.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 4.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.